Ah, here we are again, boys. Back for the third ever podcast episode. Do you know what we're going to be talking about today? Oh, we have an inkling, don't we? A little bit. I would hope so, at least, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about cryptids. Specifically, cryptids that are uh, that have been noticed in Cornwall. Because that would be that'd be quite good for us to mention. But there's only so much of that, so we'll, we'll branch out a little bit from there. But I think uh, I think we've got to cover the basis first. What is a cryptid, guys? Do you have a do you have any ideas, or do you want me to kind of take the helm? I think, I think you should have yeah. this one. You, you take this. One. We know, but oh right, right. Yeah, I guess just, yeah. just explain it for everyone else. Yeah. So um, so the easiest way to describe a cryptid is their um their monsters, such as a great example is Bigfoot. They're like these creatures that are plausible to exist there's like a level of evidence but it's not been scientifically proven there's no hardcore evidence that says oh yes this chupacabra is a definitive real creature but there's also evidence that kind of suggests well you know it might not be just a dog or it might not be just this or that there is something perhaps really strange going on here some hairy man it, i mean for all we know it could be it could just be a hairy mexican we we don't know but um yeah so that's that's a that's a great little way to start us off i would think and uh, speaking of Bigfoot, because that's perhaps the most famous example of a cryptid, mm, yeah. we should uh, we should go ahead and start with the story about the day Bigfoot stalked workers in Cornwall. I know. Well, so, yeah, yeah I'd I never heard about this before. In my whole my whole life of living in Cornwall. Yeah, it's it's so strange, right? So um, so let's let's dive right in. So, the British Bigfoot Research Group says sightings of mysterious beasts and wild men are quite common in the southwest, which I suppose, you know, giants and pixies and stuff like that. I suppose that's, that's reasonable. So, this is how the story goes. It was a copper-colored creature about six foot five inches tall. A scarred witness has told his account of the day he came face to face with Bigfoot in a forest in Cornwall. The existence of the large humanoid, also known as like a Sasquatch or a Yeti, has often been dismissed, but decades of sightings from the southwest to the highlands even, oh wow, suggest that Bigfoot or wild men could be roaming the British countryside. The terrifying event took place about 20 years ago in the St. Morgan area near Newquay. A local man explained how he spotted Bigfoot in a woodland area after the creature had been watching him for hours. And then the story was shared, blah 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 blah. Uh, the spotter who remained anonymous wrote, I realized I may have seen the creatures that you talk about years ago when I was working. I'm kind of in shock to tell you the truth, so I was unsure whether to get it in touch or not. I used to live in Devon and Cornwall, little village called St. Morgan. I was unsure what to write, as I wanted to say I've only seen one of those creatures you see for sure, and I think there was another one with it, but I only clearly saw one. While I was out making cages in wood for my boss's pheasant hunt, just outside of St. Morgan, I used to hear wood knocks all the time down there, and I wasn't really sure what it was at first. My boss said when I asked him about the noises, and the thing I saw... And he said, oh yeah, we call them woodwoses. Woodwoses. Have you guys, have you guys heard of woodwoses? I've never wood heard the term woodwoses. I, 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 say I've heard I really it. can't say I've heard that word before. No, that's, that's that, that is like super Not saying specific. it, yeah. Woodwose, okay. It was about 20 odd years ago that it happened. I was in my early 20s, maybe 22 or 23. Uh, the young man was working in a field outside of the village when the incident happened. The only way I could describe it is that it was wooded all around with steep hills, but with a field in the bottom, he wrote. My old boss used to keep pheasants and other birds up there. People paid him to shoot on his land. He and I were up on the side of the hill on the far edge. I remember climbing through vegetation and trees. Anyway, I was talking to him about the pheasants and birds, and afterwards, me and another guy and his daughter were there to finish off the work. We were left alone. I remember getting finished and hearing a wood knock about 30 yards away. 
I couldn't see anything. I looked to them and they looked at each other and said nothing, so we just carried on packing up. It started again louder and closer and made me jump. Once again, they didn't say anything. They just carried on working. I was kind of thinking perhaps it was a woodpecker, but no. The group was sharing a van which was too small for the three of them, so when it was time to leave the field, the man stayed behind. This is when he saw Bigfoot. I had to wait to get picked up later, he continued. This was the reason I stayed. I couldn't make out where the sound was coming from. I could still see the edge of the forest where we had been before when I had heard it earlier on. I waited on the edge of the forest and I could hear rustling in the bushes. I looked but I couldn't see anything and then I guess my eyes adjusted and began to focus because I saw a face. This face was looking back at me and there were clicks and whistles everywhere. I don't know why I still wasn't sure what it was. I walked forward to try to have a better view, then it stood up. I don't know why, but I just felt it was not fully grown. It was a male about six foot five inches tall. You thought it wasn't fully grown and it was six foot five <laughs> inches tall. That is terrifying. It was kind of copper color and it looked right at me. It was gone in a shot as I heard my old boss's Land Rover returning it to collect me. When he got into the vehicle, the witness was lost for words and remained silent. His concerned colleague asked him what was going on. And so he said, has anyone ever said anything about a Bigfoot here? Oh yes, we call them woodwows. Just leave them be. Just nonchalantly, be like, oh yeah, yeah, we see Bigfoots all the time, and then nobody, nobody's spoken surely, about it. Surely one of those people would have said, it would have come out in the media or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's, 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 that's pretty that's crazy. Well, so, there, yeah, there's no uh, photo evidence of it. You would have thought 20 years ago, they'd still have yeah, decent it, cameras. It didn't say he took any pictures of it, but apparently there's a, there's a whole British Bigfoot society. So, I mean, there, there must be some evidence, pictures, videos that one of them must have. You know, if there's, if there's a society of these people in Britain, there must be some kind and, of merit towards it. You know what I mean? There's like stuff like this as well. All like myths. So there must be like a root point or something that started it. Yeah. And it kind of seems plausible that there could be something like that. Yeah. But, but why wouldn't there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, wild men, I could totally understand that. I mean, I'm not saying it's like an everyday occurrence, but there are some people who kind of, especially like kids who get abandoned in the woods. Yeah, or, you know, they've lost their grit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, they turn feral and things like that. So it wouldn't be immensely impossible for a wild man to maybe just be six foot five and maybe just incredibly hairy and shit. <laughs> I suppose it's possible. Or it could just be like a, a kind of primate kind of thing. Yeah. Like which, which is why I don't understand why people kind of don't believe in Bigfoot, some people. Mm. Because all it is, is really, is just a primate. And like still nowadays, like scientists are like, you know, discovering new species of, like there was a new species of whale like that hadn't been discovered before. So why, why couldn't there be a new species of like, you know, primate oh. or... Yeah. Yeah. It's reasonable. Absolutely reasonable. I think then there's a bit more fluff let's see uh, da, 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 da. these strange creatures are even now supposed to inhabit the wilder moorland areas of the counties of somerset devon and cornwall savagely gored pet cats and dogs sheep and other farm animals and strange howls in the middle of the night have been reported in the last 10 or so years on the quantock hills exmoor dartmoor and bodmin moor it's like quantock hills uh quan yes it's not crantock yeah. it's quack quantock it's probably not how you pronounce it but yeah the wood roses or wild men of the woods could be bigfoot's british cousins they have been spotted in the past in dorset and suffolk even oh two years ago a man reported that he had previously seen a sasquatch-like creature walking in a field just 10 miles from bristol look at that there's still more stories about 
about Bigfoot. That's crazy. I'm very surprised. Like I haven't heard this before. Yeah. Because that's that's pretty big. I'm super curious about Woodwoses now. I mean, I don't, I don't really know anything about that. We're gonna have to look more into it. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely, because Saint Morgan is not that far away at all from here. We could always do one of those. Uh... Even Bodmin Moor, I mean, you've got like the beast of Bodmin. Well, there's there's obviously also now potentially the Bigfoot of Bodmin. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it could definitely the like exist yeah. though, couldn't it? Because the moors are huge. Like, yeah. There's so many places which have kind of, I guess, like, you know, a, a way less unexplored. And I'm guessing with these woodwoser things, they're quite easily startled. And, you know, I mean, as, as any wild creature yeah. would probably be around here. I'm sure if they don't want to be seen, they probably would. They won't. Saying, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They'd yeah. be really careful. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to fuck off now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just what they do. Any wild animal would. So I totally get that. It's interesting because it reminds me of um, of this other story, which we'll, we'll probably talk about in the next podcast because we're going to do uh, Supernatural and Paranormal. But there's like the, uh, there's like the, um, in the Ilkley Moors up in the north, there's this, uh, these rumors about like, that's where a lot of UFO sightings happen. Is, uh, oh, okay. is yeah, Ilkley Moor. So I mean, there's just something about Moorlands, but I think it's because you know they're, they're usually very vast and open, and they're just yeah. wild and free and shit. So it's just it's a great place to, you know, do any bizarre activities or have you know strange creatures or abductions and stuff. That just seems to be prime target. <laughs> or if you're in the states, the opposite is true, where it's like, oh, okay, well it's still going to be vast and open. But it's going to be like desert rocks, yeah, and, yeah. or Skinwalker Ranch and stuff like Utah. It's all those similar like places, that. isn't it? Yeah, it's all big and open and vast. And exactly, and there's like almost nobody around, so it's like, ah, you know, they can just kind of take their pickings and then bob right off. And yet the Chubacabra, he'll attack like any any amount of any amount of animals. That's a strange one, isn't it? Because I've, I've heard things like that, and it literally sucks the blood dry out of the animals. That's right. Yeah, the, the what is it? Blood sucker, the goat sucker, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I forget what it stands for, but yeah, it's just. It's just the strangest thing. Some weird little feral creature that basically just sucks the blood out of, you know, animals. And it doesn't even really do anything else with them. It just it just sucks out the blood yeah, and, and it bobs off. And it's that's just, that's crazy to think about, you know? Absolutely crazy. Chupacabra, man. And they're reverting back to the old, what was it called? Wahooly, what was it? The, the Woodwoes. The Woodwoes, yeah, yeah. That's it. Really intrigued by that. Yeah, I'm, I'm we'll quite intrigued to, by that too. To, like, definitely explore. But then, what would your reactions be if we did go exploring and you saw something like that? Would you Would you want to run? Well, I mean, uh, I you... I'll be grabbing the cameras and I'll be fucking. I, I mean, Anthony would. To be shit. fair, you would just scarper off with the. That's true. He'd be like, "Wait, brothers! <laughs> yeah. I'm coming!" I'm coming. You. <laughs> Do a sugar I'll rush, right? I'd have shimmy. to try my hardest to get video or photo proof. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. I would love. I would love to. to get, especially with the GoPros or a nice camera. Like, it would be great to get we, good we proof of something. Like imagine capturing something like that. It would just. It would just be beyond shocking it, because because then let's say let's say we we did let's say we went out we you know maybe we weren't even looking for something strange but we encountered something strange we had great pictures or video of it we had something astounding like great crystal clear quality but like we. It is so obvious to us what this strange thing is. It sounds exactly like this Bigfoot or the Woodworths or some, some you know, cryptid that isn't really real, quote-unquote. And then the next thing that happens is you, you try to share it with people. You try to put it out there. And then people start going, oh, well, it's got to be fake. You yeah, know, oh, it's and that. They immediately go straight on the straight um, on the attack, then, don't they? Then, I wouldn't know how you'd, you'd go to disprove it, but... Yeah, that's true. I try to live an honest life and try and, you know, be honest. So if someone's going to say that or decredit any of my work, 
He'll meet no, you I mean, in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll meet in the <laughs> okay, car park. Like, like, <laughs> it, you, you have a fair like, point, because obviously, like I've mentioned before, I've had experiences with like, paranormal stuff. Mm. And there's like a lot of people who are just like, oh, that's absolutely bollocks. Exactly, right? But well, then, what do you do? At the end of the day, like, you just got to stay open-minded. Yeah, yeah but absolutely. I'm also now, like, if someone says, oh, that's never happened, or like, you know, this isn't real, that isn't real. Like you said, so keep open-minded. Um kind of lose my train of thought now but uh, yeah it's just kind of at the end of the day it's like yeah, if you don't care about what anyone else thinks you saw whatever you saw yeah and you just well, like, they they like like believe that than yeah. believe it are in that same frame of mind but I, I know what you mean though, if we were to get a photograph of that it's then hard to up, prove yeah, who, completely yeah, to pr- you'd have to take swabs and yeah exactly that, that, you know, so suddenly an investigation might happen if, if you're yeah. lucky you get the investigation happening but then you know, I'll what if they find nothing? At the same nothing? time, I'm trying to document it. I always keep bags. The thing is, though, do you reckon? Do you reckon you'd have like you'd have to be so prepared? You'd have to have a camera in your hand, ready to take the photo. Because I guarantee, if you saw that thing, you would probably just freeze and be like, "What?" The? Well, that's 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 why a great reason we have GoPros on us most time. Just just go. Oh, so you can wear them on your body and exactly. In, in which case, you know, let's say, oh, we're getting ready for something. It's yeah, you know, oh, okay. Oh, we hear a strange one. Oh, just get it rolling. We don't have to do anything. Then, as long as we're like looking at it, it captures it anyway. That's, that's I mean, that's that's another reason why I love those. That and I mean, you don't want to be carrying a camera while you're going up and down ladders or climbing yeah. and shit. I mean, that's just that's just too dangerous. Like I like it's, I did in the other the other day when I had, had to carry the LED. Mm. That was quite difficult. So if I had it. Just strapped yeah. on or something, I'll be so much easier. If we could, if we could just like just strap on yeah. as easy as you want, I would love that. I'd absolutely. Love but that's that. the thing with those LEDs; they are built for GoPros, so you can use them on the attachment without say, having the GoPro. This is just sounding like a plug for GoPro now, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we're not GoPros. Now, now, if GoPro would like to maybe talk about sponsorship, uh, my email is uh, nathandooling at gmail and you should totally, uh, totally hit me up because we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely, we definitely do some work. Yeah, definitely I think what would be really cool works. is to get sponsored by GoPro. Thank you. And then um, if we could go out and prove all through through cryptids, GoPro, I think GoPro would love like that. real. But the only thing that GoPro do not do are night vision cameras. Look, we can we can figure out the the complicated shit. That's fine. That's that's the only thing right. we're missing out of the kit. We could just buy a massive, huge floodlight, and you could just walk yeah. around with it. Just yeah, yeah, because it's still yeah, in great quality. Everything and, and then before. even if we have to chase after the thing, we'll have over a hundred frames per second on these GoPros. It'll be nice, smooth action. It is designed for these chases when we're possibly going to get more. But you know, it's fine. We'll just leave out that detail. It's fine. I'll leave. I'll still leave the camera rolling if I get yeah. more. Exactly. If if one of us dies, you know, not 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 saying that lightly. Although it sounds like I am. If one of us dies in the field of duty, as long as we had some good shit and we had a good time, then I think that was worth it. Yeah. Especially if we can prove something super strange out there is actually real. That alone, I'm that alone for, is quite. I wonder if we'd be knighted. Maybe. Or you know, <laughs> we chucked we'll in get, a loony that bin. would be that would be quite. <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. If it's, we came back like all oh, hyped up, oh my god, we just see. Oh yeah. yes. Bring in the Badlands boys, the ones who discovered that Bigfoot is in fact real and British. Says Dan, Nathan, and Anthony <laughs> get knighted because we've discovered Bigfoot. Other people have done amazing things. Yeah. Like, oh, what, what, what have you guys been knighted for? We discovered Bigfoot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Just down at the pub. We're going to have to, like, perhaps what about if on our Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, if we put up, like, a, a little poll to see if anyone's heard of this Cornish cryptid mm. um, I mean that, that and is, then if it seems strange right who would have thought for... a Bigfoot sighting 
in Gormor. Yeah, I want to hear more about this. Yeah, it's... And now I'm a little bit worried because we live right in a little woodland, a big open land kind of down there. Man, we, have uh, a, we, have, we have a lot of walkers coming through here. I mean, okay. any one of them could be Bigfoot. We don't know. <laughs> and tell you what, sometimes at night, I'm out there on my own. You can hear some weird... Noises. Yeah, it, 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 you can't really put a name on the noise, but there is... I, I know what you sometimes mean. Every you time I walk around the back after doing laundry or whatever, and you have to walk past the little footpath, mm. or like the dark side of the... I always feel like I'm going to just get a glance there's going to be two like red eyes or yeah. something just or you're you just going to hear a rustle in the trees right? actually, what was that <laughs> you're going to see something just shimmy like, oh shit <laughs> yeah no I totally feel you on that but then as well because would then the owl man relate to being a cryptid because uh, yes the owl man is even on on this oh, it's on your, your yeah. schedule which I mean we're, we're not going to really cover a whole lot of him because we've already yeah, covered yeah. him but I mean another reason why he was labeled as the owl man is because a lot of uh, barnyard owls like to hang out around church towers which is a big reason why they're like oh what do we call this strange flying creature so they're like oh well, you know he's kind of like a barnyard owl he hangs around these church bell towers let's call him the owl man so that's that's the reason why he's called the owl man because owls hang around church bell towers. <laughs> so he's probably, he probably doesn't have big wings. And I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, as as the report said, you know, it looked like it was a giant creature with wings and like glowing eyes and stuff. But I mean, you know, that that alone only tells you so much. It could just be any crazy flying beast. Because I mean, you, you've got like like I said in in the states, you've got the Mothman, which also uh, was a yeah. was a giant beast with wings and glowing eyes. But where the fuck did they come up with the Mothman? It's because he chased lights. That's why. So they called him the Mothman. It's just some names are really, really dumb. <laughs> it's just a shame, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Right, we'll move on to the uh, to the next script that we're going to talk about. Another uh, another uh, Cornish one. So, um, so you guys know obviously about the the Loch Ness monster, right? I mean, yes. everybody's heard of Nessie. You know, it's a, it's a giant plesiosaur in, oh, yeah. Yeah. in the Loch up in Scotland and stuff. So, um, so Cornwall has their own sort of a sea giant. Uh, let's see if you guys have heard of it. Its name is Morgaur. Do you guys know Morgaur? I think I've recognized, I recognize the name. So, it's a, so it means sea giant in Cornish. So it's, it's a Cornish word. That alone is great. So it's a plesiosaur-like cryptid that lives in Cornwall. It has been photographed, even caught on tape. First sighted in 1906, various theories have been proposed for us to identify this sea serpent, ranging from a hoax or mistaken identity to the suggestion that the creature is a surviving species of plesiosaur, or that there is previously undiscovered species of long-necked seal. Long-necked seal. This is where How it, it long gets... a neck must that seal have? Yeah, for real. Because you think of, like, man has gone to moon, gone up space. He's explored most of the world, but sea... The ocean is so unexplored. Exactly. So mm. you don't know what... Or something? Yeah, like a yeah. tiny amount. I mean, yeah. there's Who so knows? much in there the There could be... I suppose it's plausible. So, uh, so we'll talk a little bit about its... Um, Let's see. In the absence of a carcass or a living specimen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, that's just about eyewitness counts. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about some of the sightings. 1876, a sea serpent is allegedly captured by fishers at Guerin's Bay. Uh, 1906, sighted off Land's End. 1975, two witnesses claimed to see a humped figure with stumpy horns and bristles in its long neck, holding a conger eel in its mouth. Okay. Oh, here we go. 1976, Mary F. We even have a name. Sent two photos of Morgaur to the Falmouth packet. She said it looked like an elephant waving its trunk, but the trunk was a long neck with a small head at the end. 
like a snake's head. It had humps on its back which moved in a funny way. The animal frightened me. I would not like to see it any closer. I do not like the way it moved when swimming. Neither Mary, F, or the negatives have ever been traced. What? So the photos have never been... That's what apparently... With the, the, she yeah. sent them in and they were like, well, no, that will scare everybody off the bay. Hmm. So they won't go in the sea, they won't go fishing. Maybe, maybe. So, like, you know, it's, it's one of those conspiracy things, you know, it's... Yeah, you, oh, you conspiracies is a whole different yeah, podcast yeah, topic. Conspiracies. Oh, we can do, we can do. If, yeah. if you really want us to, we will do that. But you got to let us know, okay? If one person tells us to do conspiracies, we'll we'll jump on that train. <laughs> but no, that's that's really interesting. That. Yeah, uh, there, there's more. Oh, okay. <laughs> 1976. Tony Doc Shells claimed to have photographed the creature lying low on the water. He mentions stumpy horns and describes the body of the animal 15 feet long. Whoa. 1985. Report of the creature during holiday. It should be noted that. Mrs. Walden was watching her husband swimming in the sea when she noticed a large silhouette with a long neck. 1987, a diver sees a neck with, sees a neck with a long neck. What the fuck does that mean? Sees a, it, it says, sees a neck with a long neck rising one meter from the sea. Oh, and then the, the video. One, 1999, tape of unidentified animal on the sea. Last sighting of Morgauer, along with his possible death. Because he hasn't been sighted in 15 years. Oh, wow. Well, I guess now it'll be 21 years. Jesus, that's crazy. So, I mean, for had all we know, it could have been something, and maybe have now. Have you seen the video? I I have it? not seen the video. I'll see if I can find the video though. I don't know where it would find it, but I will. Uh, that's that's well, very yeah, interesting. Well, though, I'll look into that, video. and I'll, I'll I'll if I can find it, I'll put it up on uh, on our Facebook so everybody else can see it too, because that's quite interesting. If I can find out more about that, that's. I mean, that, that's but crazy. It sounds like they're popping up everywhere because obviously you got the Loch Ness. Then there was another, I think one or two in Ireland. Oh, right. Yeah, because apparently there was, um, it was a World War Two. I think it was like a German World War Two submarine, and it was going, yeah, doing its thing under the sea, and then apparently, it's, I think, got attacked or something by the sea monster, and it was lost. I think maybe a couple of these uh, soldiers survived, and all of their reports when they got back, obviously they had to report what happened. Mm. And a lot of them were saying that, yeah, there was this massive sea creature with this big long neck and big kind of frill spines along its back. Oh, right. Yeah, so if there's that one up in Ireland, there's one in Scotland, Loch Ness, and then our one. And then there's the, yeah. the Cornish, more, more, more goer, more which, gower. Which, again, know, like we said, how the sea is so unexplored, only about five, so I don't know if that's exact or right, but it's very little amount of the ocean has been explored quite true and they're finding like we said earlier new species of like whale there's new species fish. of fish like sure. so that, that's very plausible it could be yeah and again something we need to go and try and find that'd be quite fun go on we have to get a boat yeah we would have to get a boat we'd probably also want to talk to some fishermen and see if they've like seen anything strange at sea you know? yeah that's good that would be that'd, that'd be quite idea. cool hearing some fishermen tales I tell you because I, I bet some of them might have some really interesting mm. encounters that you know even they're like oh i don't know if that was fucking real or not but if they would like to share it that makes some great stories you know what i mean that'd be amazing so yeah if anyone has any more information about that let us know please please let us know we just we just want to know interesting things okay i can only find so much research especially when i'm stuck in lockdown and i can't talk to other people <laughs> <laughs> so the next one we're gonna talk briefly about because we we've kind of mentioned um the the like birth of why cornwall is called cornwall with the Carinius fighting oh, yeah. this uh, this giant and knocking him off of uh, plymouth so i found out the name of that giant 
The name of that giant is Gog Magog, or oh, Yajuj Majuj, <laughs> which is a satyr. Or satire? I, I don't know. I think I've heard of Gog Magog. Yeah. So it's it's not the first time he's been mentioned. He's also like in the Quran and a couple of other like different really? places. Yeah. So weirdly, I don't know if it's like maybe just a specific name that is very popular in other places, or maybe it's all the same creature or something. I'm afraid I don't know that much. But it's a it's a half man, half animal hybrid or creature with demon like appearance. And uh, and yeah, interestingly enough. When you, uh, you go through and there's like a whole bunch of different stories about Gog Magog, which a lot of them don't really relate to what we're talking about. But then, um, then yeah, apparently he was also uh, one of the giants who, um, who led a big giant rebellion against Corinius and stuff like that. And uh, Corinius fought him at Plymouth and threw him off the cliff and, and won Cornwall. Yeah, I, I don't know how exactly true that is, but, um, but it's cool to know that he had a name, Gog Magog. Yeah, I mean, it may have been like exaggerated. It might have been. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's probably just two really tall guys, different villages. So yeah, one was Gog so, and one was yeah. Magog. Yeah. <laughs> and they're their brothers, huge Majuj or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can you do, right? Uh, there's also the talk of like alien big cats, but I mean, that's that's still talking alien about big cats. Yeah, so that's still talking about like the the beasts of Bob and Moore. It's basically it's not like cats from outer space. It's just like strange big cats in places they're not supposed to be oh, like, As, yeah. yeah which also uh, a lot of it talks about like uh, they'll be like black in form and they, they can like disappear real quickly and stuff like that so they they do things that are similar to cats but at the same time they're also doing things that are really strange and probably not possible and it's like oh hang on a minute you know he was here just a moment ago now he's, he's already disappeared that's, yeah. that's quite strange which we could talk about that but we've already kind of covered the beast of Bob and more we yeah, don't really need to do yeah. too much about that yeah. another one I do want to talk about though is the barnacle tree now this one this one's quite strange right because there is um there's not only quite a bit of merit and truth to this but there's also pictures that i have okay so so this one's quite quite interesting so the barnacle tree was a mythical tree believed in the middle ages to have barnacles that open to reveal baby geese the story may have started from goose barnacles growing on driftwood the legend of this tree was of great antiquity and although albert magnus in the 13th century denounced it as false the tales of this tree were popular among herbalists up until the 18th century. So we'll kind of skip a bit of that history because we don't need to hear too much about all that. It's not very important. So we're going to go to um, to the year 2011, so not even all that long ago. Okay. Beachgoers flocked to a British beauty spot today to catch a glimpse of an unusual barnacle tree sea monster, thought to have been washed up by Hurricane Katia. The writhing mass of seaweed tentacles and barnacles, which measured around 40 foot in length, was thrown up onto jagged rocks off of Bude Cornwall, made up of goose barnacles. The long writhing stalks, or pendulates, tipped with shells, are normally found in the ocean depths, but were washed up clinging to this Everglades tree trunk. Goose barnacles, which measure around 4 centimeters, attach themselves to driftwood, ship hulls, and other floating objects. The, un the unusual object was washed ashore at Crackington Haven, Bude, having spent months being buffeted around at sea. Balanced across the black rocks, the barnacles hang like strings of pearls from the sea smooth trunk, creating a sea sea creature sculpture. That's insane. I mean, and then there's a couple of couple of accounts. There's a guy who's like, "Oh, it doesn't look like a tree that's native to this country. That's for sure. Certainly makes for an unusual sight. It must be forty foot in length and is a beautiful sculpture. It suddenly appeared during the spring tide. So it was like basically a tree which had been covered the ocean." drifted off and then covered in goose barnacles. barnacles but uh but the tree was not of british origin Some so so somehow it floated 
a very long way, which is why they, they believe it's tied to the Hurricane Katya possibly uh, yeah, yeah, dragging them all over the place. But I mean, the fact that it, you know, covered completely in goosebumps. That'd be amazing to see when that tree can Yeah, well, I mean, like, like I said, there's, there's some pictures of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Some actual pictures of it back in 2011. The actual, and then you got a little bit more zoomed in here. And then, yeah. Oh, cool. And then that's the, that's the original idea of the barnacle tree way back in the Middle Ages. Huh. It's just insane I, I was i was like that is so crazy that something like this you know they talked about something strange and similar way 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 long ago mm. i mean out of everything well, to come out of trees i've seen these kind of pop up before there was one quite recently uh literally this year and there was some goose barnacles washed up oh, before, right. I, before i like knew about them i was like what the hell are they yeah, they like look massive, so odd they? They? yeah they, they do look um, very odd <laughs> Yeah, and then I heard as well that they're like mainly in the depths and they were attached to bits and bobs. Um, yeah. Okay. That's, 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 that's as far it. as that goes. That's that's right. Yeah, that's, it's just, I mean, there's definitely some very interesting stories, you know, and I mean, Cornwall might not have the largest selection of them, but it's certainly got its fair share of very interesting. Are you okay? So I thought we saw some drifting past then. <laughs> just a bit of dust. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no ghosts yet. No, we don't need to be terrified. <laughs> Not today, anyway. Uh, right, so are there any other, like, uh, strange stories that you guys might have heard of, maybe back in your youth or even recently? Any bizarre sightings of things or... I think okay. that, that's all I've heard of and more. Like, a lot of them I didn't know before. Um... I can't think of any more. I bet. That, I bet there's. I mean, there, I bet there there's some other right? like, unexplained. Because I mean, obviously you've got like the idea of, uh, of witches down here. You've got. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously ghosts, but everybody's everybody's got ghosts, you know. So that's 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 a whole other podcast we're doing with the ghost stories. And oh stuff. yeah. Definitely. But um, what else besides witches and things? You got like mermaids, sirens, things like that, giants. There's there's definitely quite a few. Interesting there's, tales yeah, based like in Cornwall, yeah, and... yeah, which which makes it quite interesting, and then the ties to potentially like King Arthur, Merlin's cave, and things like that, which is which like is said, quite that'd cool. be that'd be a good one to cover, like a big. We we'll have to do a lot of uh, research into that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I um, I know, I know, Merlin's cave is attached to to Tintagel. Yeah, below and, it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's like a whole cave you can just walk straight through. It's like open to the public and everything. It's not dangerous from what they can tell. And then um, there's, uh, it's, I think it's over by Bodmin Moor, is the um, is the lake where Excalibur was believed to have been found. So clearly just that whole area would just be insane to check out. You know what I mean? If we were to do that, we'd probably have to spend like a couple of days up there. Yeah, I mean, Bodmin Moor sounds it's interesting just... interesting enough because, I mean, there could be there could be cryptid sightings. Mm. There could be the, the possible Excalibur site, you know. The, the, I mean, there's if, weird if stories we of Bodmin Moor. If we found Excalibur, imagine... Oh, oh we would find that because it, you know, it's just get a magnet, chuck it into the. <laughs> just, just, get it. just get a magnet. Yeah, 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 yeah. If fish it right back out, it'll be fucking fine, right? I'm sure no one would mind. You know, National Trust would be fine <laughs> if we got a selection of huge water pumps and just drained it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds that sounds cheap. Yeah, that sounds easy enough to do. No one's gonna mind. No, no. What's 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 that gonna do? Ain't gonna be no problem. So you don't know any other uh, strange stories or fairy really. tales or nothing? Uh, like what? What about what about Cornish pixies? Yeah, you guys I was know about more to say, about there's, that. There's I been mean, like there was a part where 
it was in my grand's old house. I remember it was like I was young, and um, I don't know, it, down, it was it was kind of by like a little river and very it was quite, very yeah. Quite, quite it's, I know the garden was quite about, like yeah. it was a vibe, like hippieish kind of you know yeah, yeah. kind of vibe down there. And uh, I don't know, I remember walking up this. Like, I'll have to take you guys down at one at one point. Me and Sophie walked at the I've other got, day. Yeah, I've got the photo but, um, somewhere. Okay. Yeah. But no, there's it's this like little pathway which kind of goes up into like this little woodland. But then you've got these two like it's it's kind of like you're in between two walls. Um, it's really tight to kind of fit down, but it's a pathway. Mm. Um, but along there, like I heard, I heard tales and myths of there being like fairies and pixies and and stuff like that. And um, I remember, like I said, when I was like young, when we were walking up there, with my dad, and there was a. Uh, all of these plants like randomly just kind of like pulled out the ground ground which i was like oh it must be pixies or something like that mm. and then uh yeah just kind of seeing like little twigs and stuff arranged into little like tiny little walls or i don't want to say buildings but almost like decorations yeah. or something yeah yeah but yeah. then obviously that could just be um birds so that kind of ruins a whole yeah, I, 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 I get you. Or, or it could just be other people, you know, getting a, you know, a yeah. little fun thing, maybe for children especially, because I mean they've got the whole what is it fairy trail up in the, up in Truro where it's like you know got the little fairy doors on like some of these uh, trees, some of the trees yeah. and stuff. Uh, they've got like little little, little uh, decorations little, yeah. and stuff it's to make it look like door, fairies yeah. live in like a little walk in a in Truro. Well, there was there was the um it wasn't in Cornwall, but there was oh god, I think it was maybe in. 30s or 40s, possibly. Yeah, of the lady having photos of the yeah, fairies in um, her back garden. Yeah, there's, there's there's a lady who has photos of fairies in her back yeah, garden. Yeah, but they've been proven that they weren't real. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there was a point where everyone kind of thought it was real and there was a mm. film about it. I can't remember what it's called now, but. Um, so, yeah, I can remember watching that one. Too. Yeah, it was quite, it's quite magical seeing these oh, little yeah. fairies. But you. now I, I kind of. There's, there's, yeah, I'm there's, not too sure about fairies. I really don't. I don't I, well, I mean, I think dragonflies. Probably people saw dragonflies and were yeah. like, "Oh, cool fairies!" <laughs> it's gone, gone like. fairies. I mean, who's, who's gonna who's gonna argue with that? Yeah, I mean, we could go on a fairy hunt, but I, 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 I would, I would be happy to do that if enough people requested that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm I'm talking like an absurd amount of people. I mean, you know I, mean, what I, mean? I have to say that like, I think a lot it of doesn't mates, sound like the most fun. No, I don't think a lot of my mates would really like you know take that seriously if they were like, no. "What are those guys doing then?" Oh, yeah, hunting fairies! Uh, it, yeah. it sounds like we're taking children out for a day or something. Which I mean, <laughs> I'll be fine if we have children, but otherwise, that just I don't I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that, that sounds like a way to end up in jail. That's not. Hunting <laughs> fairies. You gotta go off to the pub afterwards. <laughs> oh, what have you boys been up to? Yeah, hunting. Fairies. Hunting. No, don't, don't say just don't say fairy. Just just <laughs> hunting. Just hunting. All right, we've done manly stuff today. But uh, yeah, fairies aside. What about what about pixies? And, what, what can oh, you? Pixies. Yeah. I don't really know much about. Because I, I I know I know Cornish like piskies, pixies. I, I don't know how you want to pronounce them. Are like a thing that's talked about, but I, I personally don't know. Oh uh, yeah, a lot I, I about don't really know much about them to be fair at all. I know in I think it's Boss Castle that is like really big on obviously like witches and pixies and and all that I believe. Mm. But yeah, I've yeah they do like talk about witches a lot down here, don't they? Because in uh, Tintagel I think it's like a whole sorcery shop. 
Yeah, 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 big down there, which kind of links to, I guess, to the whole yeah. King Arthur and you know, Wizards. Oh, okay. and yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. We did go to the uh, Witch Museum down in Boss Castle, which was really interesting and extremely creepy. Mm. Some of the stuff in there. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, when you really think about the idea of witches, like when you when you think about the whole dark arts, blood sacrifice side of it, which isn't a big side of it, but it is still it's still a real thing that some people did. Like that's pretty that's pretty dark and demented and stuff. And you know you might see like a, like 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 that satanic site we saw at Cligger where you know people have oh, yeah. pentagrams and they might do ritual sacrifices on that. Like that's that's pretty messed up and that's pretty spooky and scary. Yeah. Like, what makes you think that would that would do something? But at the same time, I mean, obviously they they did believe it would do something. I, I personally don't know what. I don't know much uh, about the dark arts. Yeah. But you I, know. If I, <laughs> I don't really know if I want to know much about the dark arts. No. In case. Yeah. You know. in, in case something bad does yeah. actually happen. I mean, for all we know, there could be a merit of truth with it. And I, I don't I don't really want to mess with that just yet because no. we don't know enough about it. You know, if we had maybe a bit of training and education, I might be a bit more willing to fuck around with it. But at the same time, I'm not going to do like a ritual sacrifice at my home. You know, I, no, I'm not going to do no, a sacrifice, no. period. I, I don't, don't think we should play around something. like trying, you know, try and find out a recipe. Now a Ouija board, however, I would I would play with a Ouija you board. You would do that. Oh, I would do that. that. That sounds hilariously fun. And yes, do I believe it could maybe spawn a demon into your home or maybe attach to you? I think there's a possibility. Absolutely, I think that could be a real thing. Yeah, uh, but I would still be willing to try it. I I don't know. I don't think I would because it's just it's something you don't know what you're messing with. It is terrifying. It could be isn't like it? yeah, and I've heard. God, no. Some people say, like, you know, if you're calling out to spirits, you know, anyone can get, answer. Yeah, anyone can answer. So. It's true. You just, I mean, all you're doing is you're basically opening up the line, you know, between the, the realm of the living and the realm of the dead, supposedly. Yeah. You know, and anybody can probably see that and be like, well, I'll go check it out. Yeah, why not? Why, why would they not be interested in something different to their day? You know, like, yeah. if, if there was a portal I mean, that suddenly opened. You know, anywhere in the world, I think people would Jump go, absolutely go fucking check that out. Of course, they'd all be nosy, wouldn't they? They'd be like, "What is this shit going on?" Of course, they're gonna go check it out. I mean, I feel like we get really into that topic, but we're saving that. We yeah, like, that's that's, that's true. But yeah, we could definitely. Start. That'll, tie, that'll tie into the next podcast. About that. Okay, um, but yeah, again, with that cryptids and stuff, I I can't think of any more. To be fair, it's just quite interesting the idea of cryptids. I think for me, because you know, it's it's the whole idea of people have seen something that they could not explain. Maybe they have pictures or yeah, videos or maybe, or, yeah, they have yeah. a level of evidence or maybe they've been attacked by it or maybe, you know, whatever the situation. And uh, and they truly believe it wasn't just a bear or a cat or, you know, some drunkard or whatever. They, they know it wasn't that because, I mean, quite frankly, you can tell when it's not one of the obvious things that could have done it. And then your mind immediately goes to, well, what what do i remember about it oh okay well in like in that first story with the bigfoot i remember it had like copper color hair it was six foot five i don't believe it was fully grown there are very specific things he led us to believe that this is not something we truly understand i think that's because of the like, specifics yeah of what he described which helps give of... it a bit more truth to the story like for me i'm like he clearly you know in his mind was looking at this thing did not know what it was and so he immediately was like i have to find things i can completely remember about this thing to help me maybe grasp what it is but then the, the kind of like downside to that is the fact he want was did he want to remain anonymous um, was he someone else who... i 
I don't know. Was I, that a different? I can't remember. Football. It, it might have been him. I have closed that story, so I, 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 I don't um, think he did. We'll have to like definitely look more into that. I'm wondering if there. I mean, because because mm. there, there was the sighting in Bristol, for example. I wonder if there were any other Bigfoot or Woodwose. Now that we know Woodwose is like a, is like a thing. I'm curious if there are any more sightings of that that were down here. I might, I might just give it a quick. But just imagine, I'm just now trying to picture that, seeing this orange, coppery-looking, hairy thing, six and a half foot, staring at you. Your, your piercing eyes, you'd just be like, you, you, can you outrun it? Like, I wonder if it'd run off. I wonder if it'd like go for you. I'd, I'd think if you provoked it, like it would stick. I think, well, it would yeah, I think that's a good idea to throw a stick at it or be like <laughs> come on <laughs> I don't think it will play fetch with you that's for sure <laughs> yeah so Woodwose or Wild Man of the Woods is a mythical figure that first appeared in medieval Europe and is compared comparable to the satyr in classic mythology oh interesting okay but yeah they literally just look like some form of man a humanoid creature some of them get a bit more hunched over but yeah some of them are very hairy some of them are not they're just a form of Humanoid. You got a picture, rough picture. On it. I mean, of just like basic wild men and woodwoses, yeah. But it just gives you like a little rough idea. And then um, when you look up woodwose Cornwall, all you get is a bunch of the uh, similar stories about that same guy, the Saint Morgan one, the two faces in oh, yeah. the trees, which is the one we heard about. Bunch of things in like Suffolk, Man Beast UK, which talks about the Cornwall story again. Big sighting in Cornwall was what we just read. More more sightings in like Kent and things like that. So. There's clearly some around. Yeah, they, they, I mean, I, maybe it's not the same one. Maybe there's just other ones. I could, I could still believe that, especially with you know, I mean, it was what Although, seven billion people in the world. How, how do we know precisely? You know, how many of them are actually civilized and doing this sort of stuff? Because oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's islands still with like cannibals and people yeah, even need to have like no access to like fresh water and shit like that. There's still but then, strange people out there. Well, going down the other route of these like wood woes not being like you know humans become rabid or anything like that but if you kind of think back to like cornwood stuff it used to be so like riddled but heaving with different kind of species of animals and yeah oh, it used to be like much more and, like yeah. nature yeah so, so then imagine maybe you know if like a handful had just managed to kind of survive because obviously the numbers of them are going to be so low no one's going to see them you might get the odd sighting like those guys did see mm. so it could just be like a you know, a kind of species of animal which hasn't been discovered, and that's like, well, you know, I, yeah, I would like to believe become kind of extinct. And yeah, there are by. parts of this earth that are inhabited by extinct or oh, got to be know, rare animals. Like, what is it, Land of the Lost? Kind of like that. Have you not seen Land of the Lost? No, no, no. no, no. So, sorry, for, for a minute, yeah. I was thinking of um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. And I, was, I, was I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was I was like, that's not, that's not what he like said, that. but it, yeah. is, it is similar to that, yeah, where, just, just, where, you know, there's dinosaurs magically yeah. still alive. And yeah, shit, but, yeah. Yeah. You never know. You do, it's in the ocean, you, I think. Yeah. Could be highly likely. I mean, crocodiles and alligators, they're so prehistoric looking. Yeah, yeah. Their genetics haven't really changed that much. Then that then that starts us thinking about, like, you know, the lost city of Atlantis and things like that. I mean, there's... There's so many crazy topics we could talk about. It's just again, that, that could be like a genuine thing. Yeah, I think it might be, isn't it? The, I, th yeah. I think I think they said they found what they believed would have been Atlantis, or maybe the the idea behind it. Yeah. I think it was like a city not it, far from Mexico or something fell, like that. Yeah, it was on. It, it got eroded. Yeah, it was on, and it just slipped into the some, sea. Something like that. So yeah, yeah. Th there are things out there that are like 
But then obviously there's like the whole rumor of oh it's an underwater civilization instead, and it's like there's, there's so many different yeah, but then maybe, ways maybe to the, talk they, about. Maybe it. they just you know, originally what happened was like Anne said you know kind of slipped, slipped into the sea, yeah. sea levels rose or and ended up in that. I mean, I mean and, that could totally. And then to real, make yeah. it sound more romantic and more you know, yeah. oh they've survived, they're mermen yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not going to talk about mermen. Yeah. There's no good stories about mermen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there, is there any other? Uh, things we want to chat about with the cryptid front or I said about the cryptids I think I think we've kind of covered that yeah, yeah. I think we'll, we'll end I up mean, kind of accidentally going into more paranormal and... yeah which I mean that that is that is a great topic oh, and who knows yeah. there might be more than one episode of that which is fine by me I mean it's, it's a fantastic thing to cover uh, we won't go I'm going to get sidetracked if I keep talking about it <laughs> so anyway uh, thanks for thanks for listening to our talk about cryptids especially uh, Cornish cryptids um, our next podcast episode is going to be about the supernatural and paranormal. Um, we're going to go a bit more in depth about like different entities based on that kind of stuff and uh, maybe some cool stories and things. If, uh, if there are any interesting stories that you happen to have and you would like us to talk about them on this podcast, maybe even read them out, let us know. Send them to my email, nathandooling at gmail.com, and I will be more than happy to go through them, and they can make it on this podcast. Do it. Especially cool ghost stories. Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thank you to party, Rick. Goodbye. Bye.